Welcome to episode of No Script News Original C coming at you live from my living room. Well, actually, it's not a living room. This little area is like a dining room. But who needs a dining room table when you live with cats? We eat off the floor. But before we begin, again, do not like this video. I am still wanted for stealing my neighbor's cats. They keep on knocking. And I won't let them in. But seriously, for those of you that don't know what No Script News is, um, usually Saturdays or Sundays, I make a video talking about all the news that I miss throughout the weeks. Um, I haven't done the video for a couple of weeks because, you know, the news wasn't popping. You know, everybody's saving all their stuff for E3 and stuff. So I didn't really have much to talk about. However, the big news that happened last week uh, surrounding the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4, specifically the games coming out for it. Horizon Zero Dawn is the old one. Forbidden West is going to be cross-gen, which means you do not need a PlayStation 5 to play it. Just like I was saying before, it's still too soon, my babies. Wait till the year 2022, when God of War will be coming out. But even that game is also going to be on the PlayStation 4. But that's not all. Gran Turismo 7. It's gonna be on the PlayStation 4. All these main, these big mainstream titles, their flagship titles, should I say, are not gonna be PlayStation 5 exclusive. So that whole thing, Jim Ryan saying he believes in generations, what he was actually saying was he believes in supporting all generations with the same game. So given that Ratchet and Clank, uh, Forbidden West, and God of War is coming to the PlayStation 4, it would be safe to say that maybe Demon Souls and Returnal will be making the jump too. I mean, why not? Especially if the other games are going to be coming out for it. And just like the other games, they first started being developed on the PlayStation 4. So, porting them over should be easy. Now, I know a lot of people are going to get on their, like, Sony fanboys? They don't even know where to be on this issue. They don't know if they should complain because they've been complaining for so long about Xbox not having exclusives and how their games are going to be put on the Xbox One. Or are they going to be saying, oh, it's okay now because PlayStation's doing it. Now, we know they're going to be just capping for PlayStation no matter what. And you know what? That's okay. As an Xbox fan or as a gamer, should I say, I have no quarrels with anybody playing cross-gen games. I have no quarrels anybody being able to play the games that I can play on my PlayStation 5 on their PlayStation 4. In fact, the only reason why I didn't buy a PlayStation 4 and I bought the PlayStation 5 instead, having to wait a few years, was because they never dropped the price on the PlayStation 4. It was, what, 50 bucks less than the PlayStation 5, so I thought might as well just go ahead and future-proof myself. And that's the way I'm looking at it now. In the future, we will have exclusives. But even if we don't, who cares? They're gonna look better on the PlayStation 5. And the game on the PlayStation 4, you'll be able to play them just with like maybe lower resolutions and not a lot of stuff on screen. So you see all the quarrel and stuff in the water. A lot of that stuff might be missing in for, for Rising Forbidden West. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> man, man, man. It's like, come on, guys. It's like, it's like. The reason why people shouldn't get into these uh, console wars is because shit's always changing, especially now. It's not like it was before and how they want to sell these systems and just get them out the door so they're going to put all their games on it, ignoring the rest. 
Nah, man, they're about making money now. They know these systems are gonna sell no matter what, especially once they get uh, production ramping up again. Um, so they figured might as well just not ignore those millions and millions of players. And, you know, I think this is a good sign from PlayStation, to tell you the truth. Um, it's also, games are also coming out on PC, which is fine because more people get to play it, guys. Now, like, who's greedy? No, I don't want you to play my games, they're mine. Like, who's that? Who's that guy? Sheesh, man. Also, some people have more money than cents. This Among Us um, chicken nugget sold for $100,000. Oh my God. Now, the thing is, I'm sure it's gonna be a lot more chicken nuggets out there that look like these characters. I mean, all it has was two little legs. I've come up with some crazy old chicken nuggets, man. Oh, man. The guy who like who sold this, like, I wonder if he's actually gonna get his money or that or, or her. I wonder if she's actually gonna get her money because I mean, it's gotta be a prank, right? Like, who's gonna pay a hundred thousand dollars to get a freaking chicken nugget? <laughs> crazy times, man. Now this week. Besides the uh, PlayStation, there wasn't really too much news I wanted to talk about um, because E3 is going to be around the corner and from now, this like this coming week, we're going to see a lot of trailers, uh, more, more so smaller games because they don't want to get lost in the shuffle when it comes to E3 and the AAA presentations. So I'm not going to be really worrying too much on what they're going to be showing at E3. Uh, I have no expectations. The only thing I have to say is that uh, Microsoft needs to come correct. They need to show a roadmap of games. I mean, what's the point of having all these studios if we aren't releasing any games? Now, we've been very uh, understanding, gamers have, well, at least Xbox gamers has when it comes to having uh, game releases. We know that Halo was supposed to pretty much uh, cover the gap for the first year, but it turned out that it was delayed. But now, being six months into the system's life, we need to see games. We know that Psychonauts might be coming out in a month or so, and that's fine. But that game's also on the PlayStation. Not on 5, but on PlayStation 4. You can still play it on 5, backward compatibility. But that's not gonna do it. You have a lot of studios. We need to see some games coming out. Now, we know we might have about maybe three from now till uh, January, uh, December, which is, you know, Psychonauts, Halo, and maybe a uh, Forza game. And that should be okay, but we need at least a couple more. We need something. Um, it's just, where's the games? We have all these studios. It's time to show the games. Now, I don't expect to be blown out and be surprised by something like, oh my god, but, or them having to buy new studios acquisitions. Just show me the games that are going to be coming out pretty soon. And if you want to show me some CGI's for games that are coming out down in the future, that's okay. But don't let that be your main focus. We need to see games that are coming out soon, between now and Christmas, between now and next summer. And then you leave the rest of the stuff for the next E3. Just give us the games. And that's all I gotta say about that. But, I was saying, um, this whole week until E3 is gonna be interesting because we know a lot of uh, other developers are gonna be releasing trailers because, like I said, they don't wanna get lost in the shuffle. A lot of smaller games. One in particular that I came across is pretty cool. There's this is a small indie game called Nomad, and I really don't know much about it, but visually it is striking. You follow this like little astronaut dude, and you know the lighting mechanics in it look so good. 
But um, he's like in this strange planet and that's pretty much all I know about it. But what I really like about the game is the cinematography. You know, the art direction of the game. Plus the animations are pretty cool too. But the world is what intrigues me. Like these creatures and what they do. I mean, in one point he's shooting at this big old blob creature and then parts of him just fall off and they, they become these other little creatures. I mean, just stuff like, I mean, it's a smaller game. But stuff like that is just unique and, you know, fun and I want to experience new ideas. Because when it comes to these old, uh, big old AAA games, what I see them doing a lot is recycling the same old ideas, going with what's safe, and pretty much just blending in with the rest of the AAA games, specifically Sony games. When I play uh, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, or um, Days Gone, they kind of feel the same, if you know what I mean. Sure, in God of War, you're a little bit closer to the protagonist, but overall, the gameplay, it feels like you're playing the same type of games. And one thing that I don't like about Horizon Forbidden West, Horizon Zero Dawn, is that it's open world. I mean, it's cool sometimes when you're, you know, roaming around or going to your next mission, walking or whatever to your next mission, and you see a, a, a dinosaur like in the distance, you know, sometimes that could be cool, but those moments are too far in between, and then once you've seen one or you've seen it, you've already seen them all, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to go re-see the same dinosaur again. Um, but the story is good, and it's the only reason why it's driving me forward. I don't want to hit up all these, uh, Bandit camps. I don't want to jump. I don't want to clear towers. I don't want to do stuff like that. Like why? Think of something of another way that you can make the world more interesting. And that's the thing too. The world is not really that interesting. There's like no like it all just blends in. You can't really climb anywhere. There's only certain spots you can climb, which you, which discourages exploration. Um, but I mean, the fighting is good, the dialogue is good, and the character and writing is good. And that's probably what's gonna, what's gonna keep me forward for, you know, for some time. Um, but I just get bored of these games, and I just think it's because they, they follow the same formula over and over. So when I see smaller titles trying, you know, just do things that are unique or just different, um, it really goes a long way with me. And that's what I'm kind of looking forward to in E3. I expect to be disappointed. Or at least, at least I expect to go in without expectations. Like, I'm not expecting to be blown away. So, given that my expectations are low, hopefully, you know, I'll be surprised. And E3 will turn out to be an awesome one. And Microsoft, for Pride Month, released a lot of uh, clothing articles with some new uh, Pride Month design for 2021. Which is okay. But one thing that I'm disappointed about it, the whole situation, is that they also released a mock-up of a controller that is not for sale and instead we'll give a few out to some influencers but come on man like why not make this accessible to everybody who wants to buy one why are you keeping it locked away i don't understand microsoft i mean the controller looks good it looks bright it, i want it right there i need some space right there that way i can use my other controllers you know when i'm playing games and still have it right there but no they want us to buy clothes and stuff i mean Seeing how they messed up, hopefully when they relaunch the new uh, Xbox Lab where you can create your own controller, they give us this option of adding this color uh, scheme to a controller. Because I really want one. And I don't want to have to go freaking wrestle an influencer who was given one. I have to go track them down and shit. Probably be reported for a hate crime. Just give me a controller. Please. Please, Microsoft. Please. But 
besides that, that's gonna do it for this episode. Remember, when shit's the fan, and you start hearing that all these games that were supposed to be exclusive to the PlayStation 5, giving you a reason to buy one, but then you start hearing that these same games are gonna be put on the PlayStation 4? Run. <laughs>